Hello, Neighbors Church. Welcome to Contemplate. This is Alexis Braga here with Dan. We just want to invite you into a new week where we can sit in Scripture and meditate on the truths of God. This past week has been one of honestly great sorrow um, and pain. Uh, many of us, um, if not all of us, have seen um, the injustice, um, the cruel, brutal killing of Ahmad Arbery in Georgia. And our hearts lament for his family, our hearts hurt for his family. Additionally, Dan and I found out that uh, a friend of ours, a pastor friend of ours, um, from our past um, died by suicide this past week as well. And so there's been a lot of death that has um, come forth this past week. It's really um, interesting because we also, in the past week, have been walking you guys, our church, through lament And what does it look like to be a Christian who grieves, who mourns? And what does it look like as a Christian to be one who can enter into mourning with a person who is suffering, who can weep with those who are weeping? And so this week, we wanted to walk you guys through a deep reading um, of a psalm of lament, a psalm that speaks forth human agony and pain, feeling forgotten by God, feeling hopeless, wondering how long, Lord, are you going to wait to bring mercy and peace and hope? We really want to encourage you, if you can, to find a quiet and a, a space where you're not going to be disturbed for the next 10 or 15 minutes. We're going to do Lectio Divina from Psalm 13. Years ago, I read something about grief management and dealing with the emotion of sadness and that sometimes you need to just let the grief take you wherever it will and not resist it. And lament, the language of lament is really, it's a skill that enables us to articulate the pain that not only we're feeling personally, but the pain that our society is feeling the language of lament is its corporate language. It's language that's inclusive. And so in our time, we want to let the psalm bring us into solidarity with our black friends, with a family who's lost their father. And language filled with lament aligns us with the heart of God. Truly, we're inviting the Holy Spirit who is grieved. God who is sad by the brokenness of humans and what sin does to humans and what sin does to the fabric of human community. Jesus was a man acquainted with grief. Our Father is grieved. The Spirit is grieved. And in this time of Lectio Divina and deep reading, we want to align ourselves with the very heart of God who wept at the tomb of Lazarus, weeps at the tomb of Ahmad and Darren, and so many others. 
And so we invite you to find a space now. Take a deep breath in through your nostrils and allow your body just to become still and quiet. Noticing all through your body where there's tension, no need to resist it. As you breathe into your belly, where you feel sadness, a weightiness, a grief, no need to resist that. Trust. God the Father, who dwells in you by the Spirit, is grieved. No need to flee from this sadness. No need to escape this weightiness. Be with it, with the Son of God in you. Just a few more deep breaths down into our bellies as we're becoming aware of the presence of God. And in lament, our first, first foot forward isn't celebration and praise. It's a cry for help. Lament does not sweep under the carpet the pain of our world, but cries out to God in the midst of it, pours out our complaint our heart, our all. There may come times during the three readings of Psalm 13 where you're overcome with grief. And I would encourage you in those times to pause. Pause the podcast and weep with Jesus. Let the tears of the Holy Spirit fall from your physical face. Knowing that each of those tears is caught in a bottle, watched and understood by an infinitely loving and very intimate God who entered our pain. Psalm 13 takes us on a journey of deep lament, deep confusion, deep discouragement and hurt. Cries out relationally to a God who hears and ends on a definitive decision in the midst of pain to trust. Another deep breath. My wife will do the first and third readings. And for the second reading, I'll lead us in a short, deep reading of Psalm 13, aligning our hearts with Ahmad's family, Darren's family, and the broken family of humanity around us in this time. Psalm 13. How long, Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? 
How long must I wrestle with my thoughts and day after day have sorrow in my heart? How long will my enemy triumph over me? Look on me and answer. Lord, my God, give light to my eyes, or I will sleep in death. And my enemy will say, I have overcome him, and my foes will rejoice when I fall. But I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing the Lord's praise, for he has been good to me. And so concludes the first reading of Psalm 13. Another deep, deep breath into your belly. Noticing the contours and rhythms of emotion in your being. Aligning those emotions and allowing this ancient poet's pain to put words to your pain, the pain of humanity, even the pain of our God within us. How long, Lord? Will you forget me forever? I would invite you to hold in your mind's eye the black community, black humanity. friends, image bearers who have borne such injustice. How long will you hide your face from me? the face of Ahmad's mother, his family.
and in concentric circles. Black humanity. Hold in your mind's eye Hispanic humanity. Native Americans. People groups who have endured such oppression and injustice. The marginalized. Women, orphans, hold in your mind's eye when you've been treated unjustly. and even allow the Holy Spirit to bring to your mind when you've treated unjustly. How long must I wrestle with my thoughts and day after day have sorrow in my heart? Envision these enemies of sexism, invisible enemies of racism, classism, COVID-19, financial instability, depression, How long will my enemy triumph over me? I would invite you to create in your mind's eye now Jesus on the cross looking on this broken and fractured creation of his own making. He's entered into this pain. He himself, being wounded and fractured, betrayed, grieved, look to Jesus on the cross in the midst of this pain as you carry in your mind's eye black humanity, Hispanic humanity, Native American humanity, women, orphans. Your own injustices done against you and done against others. Sit with, be with, grieve with God at the cross. And incline the whole of your being now to cry out to him in relationship. Look on me and answer, Lord my God. Give light to my eyes or I will sleep in death 
and my enemy will say, I have overcome him. And my foes will rejoice when I fall. And now here in the quiet, at the foot of the cross, God being wounded, weighed down and beaten by our own brokenness, and the splintering of society because of sin. As much as you can, incline your whole being towards trust in this God. No need to answer any questions of why or how this works itself out. Be with Jesus in the grief and let the intention and posture of your being be one of surrendered trust to a God who has entered into all of this with us all together. But I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing the Lord's praise, for he has been good to me. And so ends the second reading of Psalm 13. I'd encourage you before this next reading just to take a deep breath. Reminding yourself of the present presence of Jesus with you. Psalm 13. How long, Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I wrestle with my thoughts and day after day have sorrow in my heart? How long will my enemy triumph over me? Please look on me and answer. Lord my God, give light to my eyes, or I will sleep in death. And my enemy will say, I have overcome him, and my foes will rejoice when I fall. But I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing the Lord's praise, 
for he has been good to me. And so concludes the third reading of Psalm 13. No need to rush on from the sadness, friends. We need to learn how to lament, and to learn to lament is not to leave the grief too quickly, but to let the grief have its way with us that it might acquaint us with Jesus, our grieving God, who is working good into this world and all of its chaos and fracturing and splintering and pain through his crucifixion and through the resurrection. May this week you find yourself looking through the lens of lament and in some measure, some fashion, experiencing catharsis, emotional release, as you're intimate and one with God through these words articulated through the Psalms. And now go and walk with God your Father in the power of God the Holy Spirit through the grace and mercy of God the Son forever. Amen. Shalom, friends. Shalom.